Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with Euodia and I plead with Sintity to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content wherever the circumstance. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have had more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Ephraim the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet all God's people in Christ Jesus. The brothers and sisters who are with me send greetings. All God's people here send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. Another treasury, another chapter we could explore for months and still have only just begun. I'm tempted to focus on the repeated image of our lives being fragrant offerings to God. It's definitely something I need to press into. I think it's a defining theme in Philippians. But instead, I just want to think about rejoice. I will say it again, rejoice. I like the way Paul does that, so I thought I'd copy it. It's about the closest that I'll ever get to being apostolic. For all the straining and pressing and doing Paul has been on about, you could start to think of him as just a little bit earnest. Maybe he starts to seem a bit like that annoying boy at school who, when answering questions, put his hand up so hard that he lifted himself off the chair. And Paul certainly went the whole hog for Jesus. 
But an over-earnest bloke was not who he was. He was incredibly enabling of others. He wasn't trying to prove himself as better than others. He was trying to help others do better in life. He rejoiced in what others could do well. He encouraged them to do the same. He encouraged people to focus on the good and the excellent. He called people to copy him and to emulate his pursuit of God, and at the same time to laugh and celebrate and to gaze in wonder at great stuff. Paul wanted to spread joy, deep joy, lasting joy in the Lord. Paul wanted those things because it's what Jesus wanted for us. That is what Jesus still wants for us. Jesus wants to give you the secret of being content in all circumstances. Jesus wants to give you his fountain of joy that gives you strength in your troubles. Jesus wants to meet all your needs according to his glorious riches so you feel amply supplied even when no one shares a single thing with you. Jesus wants you to experience so much of his grace and his peace that you cry, ah, what does it matter? No matter what happens. So Jesus is calling you to meet him in prayer and to meet him in thanksgiving and to meet him in his rejoicing. So let's respond to that call and actually choose to meet with Jesus. If you make that your life goal, you will not only find joy and peace, but also the riches of the glory of the grace of Jesus Christ. Here's a question for reflection. Who and what is good and praiseworthy in your life? How could you increasingly thank God for those people and those things? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.